you're not in a space where you should be asking that question. You should be asking like, does this like, does our add to cart convert to like purchases? Right. Um, because you can take action if it's not. Hello and welcome to the Optimized Store Owner Show, a podcast that helps frustrated store owners become optimized store owners. We are your hosts, Aaron and Christian. We want to invite you to join us each week as we share tips, tactics, and strategies from the most inspiring entrepreneurs in the e-commerce industry. This podcast will help you add flexibility, stability, and happiness into your life. Ready? Let's go. All right, JJ, so excited to have you on the podcast. Welcome, man. Hey, thanks so much for having me. Absolutely. So this is a it's a unique kind of fun opportunity because your software, this the the what we're going to be talking about today is something that I'm literally going back and forth with people on. I'm trying to understand like the right numbers. So uh, just give me a, a really quick overview of like who you guys are as a business, and then we can we can go down the the rabbit hole here because I think this is going to be a very valuable episode as far as like understanding data and numbers. Yeah, so we are an agency that we work completely with clients. That's all that we do. And we only focus on reporting, measurement, and actions on the data. So we are not an ad agency. We are not a um we are not an ad agency. We are not a like optimization agency. We are not any of those types of things that are like trying to sell, like doing more of like ads, et cetera. All that we do is focus on measuring and reporting and ultimately delivering like actionable out of like 100% custom systems that we've developed for our clients. So that's what we're a little bit unique in the sense that we don't actually take the actions, but we work with a lot of vendors um, on SEO, on ads, on everything else. And so we are in this kind of unique position um, that we work with a lot of people. So that's that's the the quick and dirty of it. Perfect. Okay. So when we're talking about numbers, um, how were you guys able to exist? Because I'm sure there's like a bunch of other reporting or software companies that are out there that tell you all the numbers. Like, why did you guys come to existence? Like, well, I'm just trying to get the backstory here of like, why you guys like with this software? Yeah. So with like data is super easy to get nowadays. Like, every software is trying to like give you a reporting dashboard, an analytics dashboard, or anything like that. And the problem that we run into with most most of our clients, all of our clients actually, is that they get all these numbers and they're like, what do I do with this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like the number is so either like based off of a result, but there's no story behind it. Like, oh, like we sold 800 products yesterday or we sold eight products yesterday. It doesn't matter like from a, um, a reporting standpoint, 800 versus eight is kind of the same amount of effort for like us to do. But what you take an action on is very dependent on what if I told you that you sold eight products, but eight, 80,000 people saw the product page, right? It's very different story. And so we exist to build the story around it um, so that you know, like our clients know exactly what to do. And our dream like aspirational system is where you can predict the revenue that you're getting next month. Like, so that, you know, we're putting all these marketing efforts in place. We're going to do this much ads, this much SEO, this much, all these different pieces to then predict, okay, 10,000 people are going to see our store. 5,000 people are going to see the product pages. 3,000 people are going to add it to cart. 1,000 people are going to get to the payment details and 500 will purchase with our average order value of 112. And so then that way you're predicting next month as opposed to like retroing back to like what happened. And then you're like, well, now what? Like, what do we do now? Um, and so that's like where we exist is where we're like basically the, the the measurement arm of the businesses that we work with. 
Okay. So many, I mean, I wrote down like three questions from that. That's, uh, <laughs> that is, ve- that is very powerful in so many different ways. One of the most like common questions that I get is, and, and we can talk, I guess, more specifically here in a second, but like, how many people do I need to get to my site to, you know, make like, if I wanted to make a hundred thousand dollars a month, or if I wanted to make $10,000 a month, like how many people do I need to get to a site? Are there like, are there general numbers of like, you know, this many people need to add to car, this many people need to initiate checkout. Do you have like a, a frame that you guys kind of work off of as a, as a general rule of thumb for those things? Yes. <clears throat> it, we find it very like industry dependent, okay. like in like skincare or like that type of space, it's much like different than if you're in uh, like clothing, for example, and like luxury clothing versus like they're all so different. And so in in general, like I always hate like on podcasts, I'm like, oh, it's, it, it depends, right. <laughs> right? Like that's like the, of course it depends. Um, in general, like we usually want to aim, um, we try to target like a one to 3% to cold traffic, right? Mm-hmm. And that's where we usually want to like see things as an overall conversion rate. Um, to get that number, you then have to back out like how many checkout steps are there? Like do you need shipping details? Like do they need to select a color? All those different types of things. So one to 3% over all for cold traffic is usually what we see. And then you want to see like, I'd say upwards of 10% um, for uh, like warmer traffic. And that'd be all the way through. So that's kind of like the, the broadest benchmarks I can give you. So if you're below 1%, I'd say like focus on your like conversion experience or your mm-hmm. messaging. And if you're above 3%, like focus on traffic. Like if you're above a 3% conversion rate and you're losing money, like you probably have like an like an offer problem in the revenue side, on the, on the revenue generation side of things. Because if you're not generating 3%, if you're generating over 3% conversion rate to cold traffic, like you should be doing real good. Yeah. Okay. And that's kind of the, to what your point said earlier, right? This is the the story that you can help tell, uh, like what do those numbers actually mean? So whenever you're working with companies that like what size of companies do you guys work with? Or is like, is it good for somebody who's just starting out? Is it good for somebody who's like scaling up? Like who do you, uh, who's like the ideal person you guys work with? Cause uh, there's a vast variety of people who listen to the podcast. People are probably just getting ready to start and they found this podcast and some people who are trying to hit million dollar months. And I'm just trying to figure out, okay, who, I mean, they all need to know this data, but like just for this perspective of our conversation, who do you feel like is a good person for, for you guys, I guess? Yeah. The, I'd say like the ideal for us is at least 5 million okay. a year. And that's like the low, like the low end, like we have hundreds of millions of dollars of clients that we work with. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are outliers. Like we have one client that's like 1.5 million, but they're growing at like 60% like year over year. Wow. Um, and then we have like other clients that are like approaching like the like almost billion dollar mark. Okay. And so like we, we work with a wide range of clients and we're like really privileged because we get to like see the kind of different benchmarks from the different like size of things. We At the end of the day, like we want everyone to make more money like we didn't we want our like expense because we're just numbers right like because like we are the the measurement story it only matters what action you can take from our numbers is we either want to save you our rate or we want to make you our rate like we like we should make it a no-brainer where if Mm -hmm. if we can save you two percent of your costs like and that pays for us awesome like 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 it's a no-brainer so that's like our goals where you're making enough revenue that we aren't like a huge expense that you're like oh my gosh like we're gonna die 
um, mm-hmm. <laughs> right underneath that. So that's that's kind of our sweet spot right in there. Okay, very cool. And then do you guys charge off a percentage of revenue or do you guys do a flat rate or what is that? You don't have to say specifics, but I'm just curious, like how does the, the, the billing model work? Yeah, so for us, it's a flat rate, like whether you're doing... Um, again, 5 million or 50 million, we kind of like have our systems in place to like, um, the only thing that kind of, the only place where we try to, we add on different types of um, costs is if we're doing some deep, deep kind of uh, recurring based analysis around, for example, we're acquiring users from Facebook, how much are they worth to us in 90 days? Yeah. Uh, much I want more to know so, that <laughs> like much more granular like we, we, we can do like we can do it just it just takes a lot more like team collaboration from our team and your team to be like this is what we need to have if it knock all these or line up all these dominoes and then if we line them all up correctly it's going to be a beautiful thing when you knock the first one down and it like triggers everything else and that's where we want to like factor into like how much effort that's going to take depending where you are okay so you're telling me that is like this is just something that like we can't ever get a straight answer on. It's just kind of like generality. So I'll, I'll paint a scenario for you and you can tell me if yeah. it's realistic. So we were using a third party software called Comet Sold and it's just a another web browser. And then we also are using Shopify. Some customers come in directly through the Comet Sold platform. Some of them come in directly through like a Shopify platform. All of these names and data points or whatever are built in and just added to a list on Clavio. And so what we're trying to find out is, okay, the common sold platform tells us in 12 months, this customer is worth this amount of money. Well, mm-hmm. we don't want to wait 12 months because we don't know if all that money is made in three months or if it's made in 90 days or is it all within one month? We don't know. It just says within 12 months. And then Shopify gives us a different little bit of number and we can back into it. But realistically, we're still kind of going back and forth by saying, we acquired 100 customers. This is the amount of money that we spent to acquire the new customer. This is the amount of money that we've made over these you know, period of time, 30 days, 60, 90 days. And we just still with not 100% certainty can't say that you know the lifetime value of this customer for 90 days is this amount. Am I making sense there? Hopefully I'm... I'm yeah. Uh, okay. Is that 100%. possible or, or what, what Yeah, do do? totally. <laughs> Uh, like the easiest way to do it, like, and I say easy, very loosely, <laughs> it's easy for like our team, but like it has a lot of skills built in is you can like export all of the data out of both platforms. You then have two different, um, you then have two different like CSVs, right. Of the customer and what they bought. And then you can just join those together to say, Hey, like this customer equals this customer, how much is a customer worth over this amount of time? What we find to be the most like helpful is it's usually with a lead front. So like, imagine if you have like a lead magnet or like a lead something on your e-commerce site, or like maybe separate from that, where it's like, Hey, download this thing. And then the thank you page is like, Hey, grab 10% off of any product or whatever it might be. That's oftentimes the case where you're generating leads. Let's just say it's like a $5 per lead, right? And your next question is like, are we making money, <laughs> right? Like that's like, and the the the, the answer to that question is how long do you want to look at the time for this? Yeah. And that's that's where like we can build out like graphs of saying like on week one, the leads from your PDF checklist of five ways to get fit this summer or whatever. Um, those in the week one, you generated $5,000. In by week six, you generated $12,000. By week 12, you generated 
twenty-two thousand dollars. Mm-hmm. And so, like, if you have enough cash flow in your business, that that's where it all comes down to, right? Is like, how fast are you making this money back? Because if we can guarantee that that's correct, right? Those leads turned into dollars. In if I told you in I don't know six months, you're like, well, we don't have cash flow for six months. <laughs> like, like we can't wait for six months to get this revenue back. And so it's all possible. It's just really depend. It's like all like not easy, like in the sense of push this button, here's your answer, go make a millions. Like it's, it takes a little bit more work than that. Hey, so owners, are you ready to grow and scale your online business predictably and profitably? We've created a free 15 minute training that will walk you through the five key areas every online store needs to achieve financial success. You can grab the free training by going to optimizestoreowner.com forward slash ecom dash training or clicking the link below in the podcast description. Again, that is optimizedstoreowner.com forward slash ecom dash training. And does it change based off of, I guess, like the profitability as well? So like um, you guys take into consideration, we're profitable at this point, but also if we have to use ads to get them back, we're going to have to spend more money to make that profit make sense for the lifetime value of the customer or we... Or like throwing in like, okay, for this to make sense at a 90-day range, you have to use email and SMS to get the customer to purchase again. And they will, but you have to do it this way because if you use ads, it's going to be... You're not going to be as profitable or the lifetime value will be there, but it's it's not going to exceed the total profit, basically. Yeah. like That's like an an attribution question at the end of the day. And it's really hard to nail that down because you can't be like, I'm going to exclude... John Doe 365 at gmail.com from all my retargeting everywhere. We're not gonna spend any dollars on John Doe 365 because he's a loyal customer. Like yeah. that doesn't work. You can't like just exclude people hundred percent guaranteed your money back, right? Like you're gonna be spending money in general on advertising. So it's mm-hmm. one of those like if like hard things. What we want to do is like look at the, the overall like like f- I hate oh, I hate funnels, but like the <laughs> overall how many people are like aware of your brand how many people are like engaging with your brand how many people like have added to cart like kind of those those kind of default steps and then looking and tracking those like on a weekly basis over time and then breaking it down by your traffic channels because for example like your facebook ads like if you're running facebook ads might be amazing at like generating brand awareness and mm-hmm. getting people to your cart and then you have like youtube ads retargeting right Okay. And imagine if you had it that segmented where just YouTube ads were only retargeting. Like that's it. Like there's no top of funnel stuff, just retargeting. And imagine if Facebook had no transactional like campaigns. It was just like impressions or whatever they call it nowadays of like reach um, mm-hmm. campaigns. So like that's how you can look at it. Obviously, we're not going to do that because you want to capture everything. But what's the purpose of the traffic? And where is it driving them? Like, What's the next step? Um, because that's often more helpful than trying to chase down like, hey, don't tar- don't target this person after 90 days because we'll be losing money on them. Because uh, some- it'll just, you'll go down a rabbit hole that's not very actionable. Yeah, I feel like you just waste a lot of time. And that's, and that's kind of the conversation where it's like, you almost have to bring in an expert like you to, like you said, work with an agency to talk to the customer to be that middle person because they are, uh, I mean, that's a very simple thing. And maybe people are listening and like, well, I... I I already acquired them, so I want to exclude them on my retargeting ads. And then what happens is that I mean, at least from our um, best practices, it actually just 
makes the Facebook pixel dumber because it had actual data before and you told it, no, don't go after that new customer. And then what you're telling me too is like, if we do that, we're also just, I mean, that's getting so granular that we end up wasting more of our time focused on that, that we do um, actually, you know, making a return in the business, which is what matters most. Exactly. And that's, that's the thing like, what action are you going to take is what you want to start like every question with, because there's a million questions that you could ask, right? Like, and that's where like most, I'd say store owners get stuck is like, what's our lifetime value? And if Mm -hmm. I just told you, like, say, for example, you sell like, I don't know, great gray t-shirts, like that's Mm -hmm. your brand. We sell great gray Mm t-shirts. And I told you your lifetime value is $192. What are you going to do? Like, Without a shadow, I'm 100% confident in great, great t-shirts has $192 lifetime value. What difference does that make to like your planning? And if you know that right now, if you're like, let me like get off this call. I need to go do something. I have $192 like LTV, then great. You asked an awesome question. But if you are listening to this and you're like, I don't know, like, cool, double thumbs up. You got 192 as your LTV. Like you're not in a space where you should be asking that question. You should be asking like, does this like does our add to cart convert to like purchases Um, because you can take action if it's not. Yeah. And the question of the 192 is like, okay, where can I leverage the 192 to be as profitable as possible for me uh, to be able to make that work? Cause it's like, okay, 192 and I have to spend $30 to acquire the customer. Well, great. Uh, If I have, you know, even somewhat good margins off of that, then I became profitable and I could basically just spend for free. And I guess your question uh, to the good thing that you guys could do is like, 192 and I'm and I get that 192 within 90 days like which is also yeah and so that's where like someone like yourself that's more sophisticated and like knowing kind of like the nuances of that 192 and knowing like the differences of like what to do with it you're it's much more actionable for you than somebody else who might not know as much about like running an e-commerce shop and the profit margins and all of that stuff um and so that's where again i say like try to focus on the action you'll take while you're asking the question because different people will have different actions they can take like somebody who's in like the operation standpoint might be asking the question hey what's our like time to fulfillment (laughs) right and you're like 72 hours and like mm-hmm. they're like we need to get that down or whatever like they can take action on it whereas if you're like the facebook media buyer like you're like okay i'm gonna go back to doing what i was doing thanks right. for answering my question so like you want to focus on the action while you're asking the question if you're a small team especially like less than i'd say 10 people like mm-hmm. focus on that action because otherwise you can chase down numbers all day long <laughs> but like if i tell you the answer and you're like okay doesn't mean anything. anything. You have a couple of examples on the site. I don't know if you had any other ones. I'm just curious, um, just kind of because I try to uh, use a real life example and and it was actually very helpful for me and I'm hopeful uh, hopeful that would be the same uh, for everybody listening. But do you have an example of somebody who was not working with you guys previously and then you kind of walked them through and then just like what they were able to see kind of the benefits of the software too. So we can kind of start from like an inception to like where people are at now uh, to kind of paint a picture. Yeah. And like, just to clarify, like we aren't even a software, we use mostly free tools. Like we use mostly like Google analytics, uh, data studio, Shopify integrations, like kind of like all the kind of free stuff. And Mm -hmm. we mostly are just managing the strategy and like the actual gaining the insights out of it. So on that question, like we had a client, uh, I don't know, 
or we still have them, like four months ago, they, they joined with us. They thought they were 100% direct response. Like they were like, we run ads, make money off to the, like spend my money on ads to these custom landing pages that we have built out on like a, a subdomain. So mm-hmm. the subdomain of the Shopify site that has um, like an individual product kind of squeeze page, landing page, et cetera. We start setting up like all the tracking <clears throat> of like how how things work, how how they're going through the systems, all of that. Um, and we find out that like those landing pages sucked. Like <laughs> it was it was so much better for them to just run like broad targeting to the direct Shopify like product page than these custom landing pages that they were dumping like hundreds of thousands of dollars wow. into. And so it was just like one of those things where they thought they knew the answer to their question because they were using like Facebook ads, like attribution, like mm-hmm. some other third party softwares, um, like Wicked Reports or like those other like kind of, I don't know, people like say overly, <laughs> overly tracked softwares. Yeah. Um, but we come to find out like those pages were not converting them. It was just like they were coming back to the site at a different spot. Like they're like Googling the brand, coming back like the next day or the same day, but it wasn't a direct response. Click on the ad, click the ad to cart, buy the thing in that same session or user. It was much bigger than that. And so they were like, what? So we've like completely restructured like their um, acquisition to cold traffic. Um, And it's been like really cool to see them like be like, whoa, we were completely wrong about all of our assumptions. Um, We should just be doing something different. So does that... Yeah, that's definitely <laughs> answers the question. And then how much time does the business owner or the team need to work with you guys to make that? Or do you just send a report every week or every day or every month and then they just take action on that? Or what is the what is the actual reporting back from you guys look like? Yeah. So we build everything like bespoke for our clients. And so how it works usually is we have like a 30 minute call once a week. And then we like to say it's like a five, five, five rule. So it shouldn't take you as the owner or as the ad person or as someone else, it should take you less than five minutes to find an answer. And it should take you less than five people to get to that action. And so that's kind of like where like, and then like, that's kind of where it starts is like Mm -hmm. there's five, like rule of five where you should like look at our, dashboards that we build for you that are like all custom and like set a timer for five minutes and like we usually build them so great like not to pat myself on the back but like that the action should like be on the page for you to be like red yellow green red means like go fix this yellow is like is this what you're trying to do and green means like add more traffic like that's how we want to like have the systems be and our job is to strip away all the noise around those numbers that's awesome okay uh, that's even, I mean, that's even better too, because the people who hate numbers love this and the people who love numbers love this. So it's a win, win, win situation at this point. Is there anything, right? Because I just have so many questions that are like, you know, probably narrowly specific, but uh, are there any things that I'm missing as far as like questions that people should be asking themselves when using the software or coming up with numbers or data or anything like that, that, uh, that I did not ask and I would do myself a disservice and anybody listening to that, I'm, that I kind of missed there? I think the main thing that regardless of what software or what system or agency or anything that you're looking at is like, ask what the purpose is of the thing you're looking at. Mm -hmm. So like, what's the purpose of your product page? Sounds really dumb. Like it sounds so dumb when you like, I ask, what's the purpose of your product page? So define that, write it down in like four bullet points of what you think the purpose of your product page is. 
And then how do you know if those purposes succeeded or failed? And then that's what you're going to go against is like what your intention was for creating something and then whether or not it succeeds. So I'll give you like a give me for the product. It's like, was the purpose to like, edu- like is, it a, is, it a, is it something that you have to educate them about? Like why you're different? Some mm-hmm. product pages you have to have a lot more education on of like, why on earth am I paying $72 for a t-shirt, right? Like, oh, hey, it's like actually all these things, right? And other ones is like the purpose of this page is to get someone to go for a TikTok ad to buy this thing to their car as fast as humanly possible mm-hmm. um, because it's less than 20 bucks and that's the goal. So just write down what the purpose of your, pro- your product page is or any page of your site so that you can know if it's achieving that. If you have videos, are there people watching the videos? Like if you have a carousel, are people tabbing through the carousel? Like ask, it sounds so dumb when I say it out loud. Like people are like, what? But like ask yourself those things. And like that is going to help you regardless of what systems you're using or softwares. That's awesome. That is awesome. What is a, uh, what's a great place for them to, uh, those who are listening right now to just connect with you guys? Um, do you offer like a free consultation or like a free strategy call or anything like that to, if they reach out to you? Yeah, you can, uh, on our site, it's, in the show notes below, it's media authentic. So M-E-D-I-A-U-T-H-E-N-T-I-C.com. And uh, you can find me, JJ Reynolds, as well on like LinkedIn or Twitter or whatever you want to find me. Uh, but yeah, we offer like a it's a 45-minute like kind of strategy, like where are you? Where are you where are you trying to go? Mm-hmm. Um, which is something that like oftentimes like people don't think about is like where are you trying to go? Yeah. Um, because sometimes people are like, we just want to maximize profit margins to the nth degree at our 3000 sales a month. <laughs> like <laughs> that's it. Like that's our plan is to maintain that. And we're just want to see how we can do that. Other people are like, we're going to go 10% month over month indefinitely. And like, it's just very different conversation. So you can book a call um, if you want to. I'm like, there's a big button that says apply. <laughs> um, you'll find it. And uh, we can have a quick chat. If it, if it makes sense for you. Perfect. Awesome. Thank you so much, JJ. This was very valuable for me. Um, I know it was for everybody listening and um, I definitely um, want to be chatting about how we can we can partner up together. So I appreciate your time and uh, uh, we'll definitely be in touch. Thanks so much, Aaron. That's a wrap. Before you go, screenshot this episode and tag us on Instagram stories at BitBraining and let us know what you thought about this episode. And next, make sure to leave us an honest rating and review on Apple Podcasts. This helps us reach more people and continue to improve the podcast for you. All right, guys, have a great day and we'll talk to you next week.